Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast by Helpful Goat Gaming. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. The world of Banya cracks in anticipation of the approaching storm. Its lands strain against unnatural forces, and warnings of what is to come have been carefully placed among its people. Warnings that led us to a few tieflings, goliaths, drow, and halflings. But how can this unlikely family of broken people stop a force that has been generations in the making? What strength is left in the bonds of friendship? Welcome back. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Isn't it lovely? It is, is the answer to that question. And to that question, <laughs> there's a lot of other questions. Yes. Um, so, so far, uh, Charity went to go question Sir Benaventura again. Um, uh, Dawn Protector woke up. Uh, Burbage was able to contact an old loved one through Hikari's magic. Uh, and Clem helped uh, with all kinds of uh, deducing of magical items. And it's been a blast. And we built a constitution. Indeed. And right now, we are about to begin a strength of strength. A, a feat of strength, not a strength of a strength. A strength of strength. Also, I'd like to just point out for clarity... Uh, Contacted a loved one slash creeped on a loved one. Yeah. <laughs> you the, the, the spell used was scrying, not sending. Yeah, yeah. But I did... Burbage Though you did, did apparently also contact it, maybe. Apparently, maybe. Send basically a you up to Theodric. I love it. So, Stormbringer, Dawn Protector, are now laying down in the snow in the middle of town. Uh, Stormbringer's tattoo flashes purple uh, as you're ready to to arm wrestle. Go ahead and give me a strength check. This is athletics or strength? Uh, Athletics, we'll say. 16. Yeah, so you're... 
really trying your best and you're starting to make headway. Give me another one. That first one is a 12. We can yeah. do the second one later. Uh, with that, uh, she starts pushing your hand back to center, and she's starting to smile a little bit, and is like, uh, I may have just woken up, but I feel like I can beat you. Okay, uh, well, I beat you the first time, so... And then, oh no. Uh, at, at, at this, you hear just kind of a, a little pop <laughs> and her her arm and she starts oh oh ow ow it starts hurting really bad you've gained a, a lot with that 22 give me another one 17 ooh with that she's just fighting through the pain and starting to pull it closer to center give me another one 24 oh with that you push her back down uh you're, you're, she's just above the snow at this point and she she's definitely starting to sweat and she's gritting her teeth through the pain. Give me another one. 22. And with that, you uh, slam into the snow. A bit of the snow kind of puffs up into the air. Uh, yeah, round two goes to me. Oh. <sighs> She sits up in the snow and everything is just quiet. There's no applause. There's no ruckus. She kind of looks around and she says, and with that, I'm no longer chief. Well, maybe we should go in. I think I'd need a little more rest. (laughs) Help me up. I'll help her up. You weren't even supposed to be up yet. You were supposed to sleep for a whole day, Charity said. Ah, uh, well, sorry to disappoint Charity, but I did not sleep for a whole day. I slept for exactly what I needed to. That made sense. If you didn't want to be chief, you didn't have to try to trick me into being chief. You could have just said you didn't want to be chief to them. Stormbrung, it's not, it's not that I don't want to be chief. That's not what what's her face told me. Let me let me explain. Come inside. Okay. And she'll, she's really hurt. Like her arm is really hurting her. She's like holding it and kind of putting it in a little bit of a sling in her in a in, a, uh, in sort of the shirt she's wearing. Um, and she'll she'll step inside again, uh, and she immediately kind of heads back to the bedroom. Do we see Burbage on our way in? <laughs> I didn't see him at all. Um, what are, you, are you following Burbage then? <laughs> well, over very quickly, the elder just immediately was like, well, okay, and walked right back inside. I mean, can can I have can have Burbage do an insight check on everything he saw just mm-hmm. now? Like, does he get any kind of weird, dangerous vibes from Dawn Protector, basically? Is he despondent about the state of politics and amongst the Goliaths? So... Okay. Okay. And now I want I want to use something that I f- always forget that I have, okay. which is uh, reliable talent. I've refined my chosen skills until they approach perfection. Whenever I make an ability check that lets me add my proficiency bonus, which Insight does, I can treat a d20 roll of nine or lower as a ten. So that five becomes a ten. Wait, did yep. roll twenty already There's, do that? Yes, it did. 
Yeah. I'm like, you have a flat 10 added to this. The 10 plus 5 plus 1. So roll 20 knows that I have reliable talent and, like, yeah. applied it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. All right. All right. Neat. Then it's a 16. So, a 16. Um, let me whisper something to you, Burbage. Whisper away. Dawn Protector is actually a demon. <laughs> of course. God, I'm just picturing Charity waking up to message catch from Charity! Message catch from Charity! God, no! <laughs> Let me sleep. Uh, yeah. Burbage <laughs> is gonna message catch from Charity. Message catch from Charity! Message catch from Charity! Fuck me running. Yeah. Can you help me make some more popcorn? <laughs> I'm out of popcorn. You're also out in the cold. Oh, all right, I'm going to come back inside. Do, is there corn kernels? Do you have any corn kernels? I know you've got fire spells that you can use to help me make popcorn. All right, I'll just talk about this more when I get in there. As as like an eye cracks open because I've been woken up to like, message ketchup, chatty, message <sighs> You're going to see a puff of silver flame uh, and thaumaturgy. All of the shutters and the doors are going to close. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> well, like uh, locked or you didn't get in, but yeah, Burge, yeah. probably just wait to try to like pop him backwards though. Yeah. Burge goes in and uh, he'll look around to see if there's any popcorn already made. Um, Stormbringer, did you go back in the bedroom with Don Protector? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Burbage jumps up on cabinets like. Yeah, yeah. You see, you see a, a bit of corn uh, in a bowl, like actual corn. Corn, like uncooked. Yep. Is it unshucked? It is unshucked. So it's like corn on the cob, but uncooked corn on the cob. It's ears of corn. It is. That's ears. what. I, that's. That's what I'm trying. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> much like, much like a, a a closet with a light is a room. <laughs> um, Stormbringer, yeah, she she um sits on the edge of the bed, moves the puzzle box, uh, in front of her, and says, uh, "It's time for me to teach you how to open this." I thought we were going to talk about how you didn't want to be chief. I, I can't talk about it. Okay, I don't know if I want to be chief if it's going to make it so I can't talk about things. This is really fucking sketch. You, you, but you'll know things. And, and once you know them, I think you'll understand what's going on a little bit more. I don't think you under... Like, uh, me knowing things doesn't actually do anything, Dawn Protector. Stormbringer, it's not that I didn't want to be chief. It's that you need to be. Um, but I'm starting a democracy. Clem and I already outlined it. It's really good. It's, we wrote a constitution. That is fine. Which is different from having high constitution. I look forward to that form of government. That sounds amazing. Right now, only the chief is able to know what's going on in this box. Okay, I mean, that is on my, like, like I made a list of what we were going to do before we left, and that's part of that. I need to get into the box. 
So, okay, I guess this is okay. I'm just resistant to doing things that you want me to do for some reason. She actually looks a little sad, and I don't blame you. I understand. Um, but please pay attention. It's not hard. Uh, and and she starts to kind of peel back a few of the pieces uh, of this puzzle box. Uh, and you see that there's just, like, all kinds of, like, small slats. Here come the Cenobites. That's all I'm gonna say. The what? The The Cenobites. From Hellraiser. The Cenobites. The puzzle box. I get tickets. Yeah. The Cenobites come and their idea of pure pleasure is pain. Yeah. Pinhead. Does Dawn Protector have a whole bunch of pins coming out of her head right now? I totally watch horror movies all the time. I get it. I get it. I get it. I think we watched Hellraiser at your house. You probably did. I was working on something else. Yeah. He was too scared. I enjoyed those horror movie days when I got to hang out with friends, but I didn't watch the movies. Anyway, they scare me. I also don't watch movies that make me thirsty, okay? <laughs> anyway. What? Yeah. Um, uh, what kind of thirsty are we? Never mind. So so as as you start to see the complexity of this puzzle box and you're like, holy crap, I'm not going to be able to remember any of this. Um out of all the like little movable pieces that that Burbage a while ago you didn't know this but Burbage had sort of un, undone to to sort of progress in this puzzle box she takes the whole thing and just like jerks it almost like she's about to break it uh and it sort of slides entirely like sideways uh and and that makes a few pieces immediately fit this is a puzzle box designed for Goliaths. There's basically three steps and a, and a strength check. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, it's not hard. It's it's not hard. You just you just need to know how. Otherwise, um, well, you, uh, something very 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 bad would happen to you if you didn't do this <laughs> like this. <laughs> um, and and then she lifts up the the uh, top of the box. Uh, you see immediately a, a big magical rune that is somehow glowing black and you're almost your mind can't even even quite perceive what how it's what what's actually doing but it's it's like glowing black and it looks terrifying and then she slides the box over to you i'm good actually thanks for showing me how to open it um if, if you just sort of like peer in as it's open already you just you see a, a, a tiny ring, um, sort of black obsidian, polished in parts. And she says, um, "Put it on, and he'll he'll explain everything." Then, Andy, you said it was terrifying. The sigil, the sort of black glowing sigil, is really scary. Um, and then on the inside, there's just a, a, a little ring sitting in the bottom of the box. I, Those are they're separate she... things. Okay, so let me tell you a story, Dawn Protector. This one time, I killed this guy because I thought he was a threat to my family, and he probably was. I don't know. But anyway, Burbage was really upset about it. So after that, I said I wouldn't kill people anymore without their permission. What I didn't say was that I wouldn't fuck with magic things without their permission. But, well, not without their permission. Without getting input, right? Um, I'm still going to kill people, but not just, like, randomly with no input. You understand what I'm saying. I didn't say that about magic stuff, but I probably should have, so I'm not sure I should put this on my finger, because that rune is really fucking creepy. 
Right. The rune doesn't matter now that it's been open like this. It's totally fine. Don't worry. You you just shouldn't open this box on any other way than what I showed you. But if you you, you have to put the ring on, you're the only one that can now. I, I can't put it on anymore. What what does putting it on do? It it allows that man, that little man in the box, to talk to you. Yeah. Okay. And I guess I that's probably I what I want. I don't well, know how it works. It's magic y. But... I thought he was dead, so I don't understand who he's living in oh, the Oh that's box. weird. I'm really confused. He was he was alive like a few months ago. Yeah, well things change. Okay. I feel like Stormbringer is doing this at Stormbringer volume. Of course, Stormbringer does everything at Stormbringer volume. So I feel like at this point, like, in the doorway of the, like, bedroom, there's Charity, who's just, like, wrapped in a blanket, with, like, the blanket sort of forming, like, a a, a hood and cowl over him, like... Okay, so, is there... magic box open? You can go back to bed, Charity, I've got this, you look really sleepy. Mm-hmm. Wait, isn't Stormbringer in the other building? Or wait, in no, the no, they came back oh, to this building. I mean, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's okay, Charity. Go back to sleep. You I see, go. you see, Burbage shine on on some ears of corn in the behind Charity now, kind of looking in, like, "What are you doing?" Ah, ah, it's hard. It's not cooked. Go, go away, you guys. I'm trying to have a moment with my ex girlfriend. Charity's like. Is there, like, a metal surface in the kitchen? Uh, there is, yeah. There's a bonfire on it. Okay. You have, like, 45 seconds before I fall asleep. <laughs> Alright, so as Charity and Burbage figure out the corn situation... <laughs> okay, Stormbringer's gonna look skeptically at the ring again and then put it on. Alright. It's a simple obsidian polished ring but only polished on some edges and then rough kind of on the other and it, that pattern sort of swirls just a bit um, and you go ahead and put on the ring I'm just going to bring everyone because I'm pretty sure Stormbringer is going to explain this to everyone anyway at some point and this way they get to miss out on me yeah. trying to explain it as Stormbringer <laughs> Yeah. So, so all of you are not technically here though you're here so you can see if that makes sense. Uh, all right. So, Burbage is on second 35 of 45 of his chance to cook corn. <laughs> so, putting on the ring, you immediately start to hear a voice in your head. Almost like it's almost like someone's trying to remember something. And then immediately you begin to remember it. Almost as if you're making a new memory right now as you're perceiving it. You're transported to a, a room. And in this room, there's a youthful-looking elven man in long green robes. He turns to you. Ah, greetings, chieftain. Congratulations. I am Israk Devere, a facilitator of sorts in this place. Uh, I made the device you're holding. An ingenious little contraption, if I say so myself. Uh, here, your ancestors have sealed away a single memory or, or a message to you. But it's behind um, a mental exercise of sorts. I'm not, I'm not good at those. Can we do um, maybe a strength-based exercise instead? No. Oh. 
<laughs> you are you are a chieftain, you are a leader. Which means sometimes you need to know when you are good at things and when you need to step aside and accept help from others. Once you hear the memory further in, uh, you may not unhear it. Once you see it, you can never speak of it to others, but you will, you will know it. Does this make sense so far? And he'll step kind of further um, into the room. Is that like like I'm not allowed to speak of it or like I physically can't? I'm afraid you just physically won't be able to. Can I write it to others? You, you will know it. You cannot necessarily communicate it. Can I you, scratch it in the dirt with a stick? You, you can certainly try. I, I okay. haven't ex actually tried that uh, variation, but I don't believe so. I'll try that first, I guess. Um, also, you said that there would be help from others for this mental exercise? Yes, let me explain it to you, and then you get to decide how you want to approach the problem. Okay. It's a test of your very leadership, and your predecessors have been the ones to help devise it. It's quite ingenious and seems to work mainly for Goliaths. So, test. Um, <clears throat> you might think this test requires a learned mind, but in reality, it is a puzzle for a Goliath. In front of you are small objects sitting in bowls. Uh, there is a uh, fang, a feather, and a knife. And right next to those are levers. Now, behind the door are three torches. Each one of these levers will light or unlight a torch in the other room. What you need to do is to figure out which one does which, and then bring that little item and set it in front of the other torches. Here, I'll show you. And he goes up, um, and he, he opens, opens the door, um, and you can kind of see... Uh, in the other room here, there's there's three unlit torches at the moment. Uh, and then three bowls in front of them. And he'll shut the doors again. Oh, so, so like, I need to match the, the lever to the torch? Exactly. With the item? Yes. Okay. Now, um, Andy, can I just have you yell uh, wrong lever in that voice? Wrong lever! <laughs> Thank Is that you. better? Yes. Okay. So... Stormbringer, this is the important part. You know the kind of test this is, and you know whether you'll be good at it or not. You may enter this room twice before the box will shut you out and change its configuration and, and not quite let you in without a, without a struggle. So if you want to leave and go talk to your friends, you may come back with the solution in mind and then try it out. What do you say? Why can't I just open the door and look through it while I'm pushing the levers? I'm afraid that's the puzzle now, isn't it? No. And he's got a real big puzzle. smile. You said the puzzle was about matching the levers to the torches, so I can just yeah. open that door and look through it. I'm afraid they, they it won't quite work that way. Will the door not open, or are you going to try to stop me because you're really tiny? 
Listen, you can open the door whenever you'd like. You can only open it twice. Wait, this door I can only open twice? Yes, exactly. So why can't I just leave it open while I do the puzzle? The levers don't work unless it's closed. Don't you think I would have thought you of this? You didn't say I'm, that! I'm quite clever. You My name is Israel Devika. I know who you are, dude. Oh, I met the other you, except you were like a brain in a jar then. That's horrifying. Did you not know that you were a brain in a jar? No. I guess you must have put yourself into a jar after you made this you. Oh my god, why why would I do that? And he slumps to the floor. Oh no. Oh. Fatality. I, I don't really fully remember why you did it. My friends probably would. I'm, I'm just, a, I'm not even a, 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 a... Why would I just be a... I, am I so in... Uh, and he just sort of mutters to himself as he's looking at the ground. <laughs> if you want, uh, you feel you could come in and out of this room as you please uh, with the ring on. So if you want to go out and talk to your friends, feel free. Or if you want to try it, feel free. I don't understand this puzzle. Do you want to know something else about you? No, that's me. I'd be mean. Anyway. <laughs> 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 What were you? What I was you gonna, gonna tell him that he's dead. Also. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Shouldn't be mean just because he made a puzzle. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> no, I should. I should have. Um, okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go talk to my friends because okay. I don't. It's a trick. Putting yes. one of them. Can they go through in this room? They can't see this room unless they're wearing the ring in, in the box, but... One of them has really small fingers, so we can probably wear the ring at the same it, time. It might slip off his, you know, their tiny fingers. I don't know. Um, You need to be the one to make the decision on, on the <laughs> levers, but uh, if anyone else wants to come in, that's fine with me. Oh, dear. <laughs> broke his wreck. Oh, dear. Is it for love? Did I do it for... I don't care. Never mind. Um, <laughs> and he's just sort of sitting there now. Okay, so they can come in here? Yes, that's fine. And then they can also go through that door? I, I suppose. But you are the one that has to make the decision. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. I'm yeah. going to go get my friends. <laughs> he just gives off the sense of like... I thought I had this all figured out, but she outsmarted me somehow. <laughs> I'll also legit say that Galway is confused as to what the puzzle is. I don't mean the solution to it. I just don't understand mechanically what is trying to be done. So there are three levers that will uh, turn on or off three torches in the next room. Mm -hmm. uh, you just got to figure out which lever turns on or off which torch. Oh, I see. So it's a trial and error type thing. So well, it's, you can it's, only go in twice. So it's trying to figure out levers are turning on that, like each of the levers is mapped to something, and that's what the little tokens are for. Yes, exactly. Is you, you since you can't really see it as much, you go oh, badunk, ta -dunk, ta -dunk, yeah, to the, indicate the this one went with the feather symbolizes. Yeah. Okay, that's. I was getting confused. I'm like, wait, but so then you take yep. those and you put it in, and it what's happening? Yeah, nope, I, I I put another mechanic on it. Yeah, right. Like, yep. Other than that, he said it's a it's not a puzzle for a learned mind; it's a puzzle for a Goliath. 
kind of insulting. Um, Whatever um, that means. Um, Burbage and uh, Charity and Hikari. Huh? I guess Clem, this can just be a party for everybody. Um, we're going to go inside what? the box uh, now. What? What's happening? A box? It's box time. First it wasn't box time, now it's box... Okay, fine. Sorry, I know it's the middle of the night. Uh, Had like yeah. an hour of sleep or something. Um, but box time! So Box time! So one person can Ooh. go in the box at, at a time with the ring. That He didn't say that. He said that she could allow anybody in. Yeah. Yeah. He was also very distraught. <laughs> Look, um, Burbage, you've but got really tiny fingers, right? So let's put this ring on at the same time and go in the box together. All right. We're going to put the ring on at the same time. Okay, I'll just fit my thing. Yeah, all right. Charity's sitting there, like, rubbing his eyes sleepily. I seem to remember the last time we tried this. It went very badly for someone. Uh, also, Charity and Clem, give me an Arcana check as you now see the box and the sigil. Um, actually, I'm going to burn uh, one sorcery point and re-roll that. Okay. Twelve. With a three. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, and Clem. Could I do Flash of Genius to add four to make mine a nineteen? Sure. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Um, Charity, you're taking it back a second. Th- that sigil is a, a, is powerful. Like, like it's, 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 you've never seen a sigil with so many specific markings of, of, of necromantic power on it. Clem with your specific tie-in to Siren, that's a sigil of power word kill. Uh, hey, I don't know that we should, uh, you should do this if you're not supposed to. That's, a uh, that's an instant kill right there. That, that one's, a. Uh... Yeah, the last time we tried the ring trick, it definitely went badly for someone. I, oh, yeah, I remember that. Now. Is any... Have you heard of power word kill? Because that's basically you you do the thing and then you die. And it's not like you're unconscious and any of that stuff. You're just dead. Dead skis. That sounds like something from a video game or something. Um, I don't really know what that is. It's a spell, but they put it into a thing. Oh. It just has a crazy, creepy name. It's called power word kill. It's just a spell that you do into a thing that can then kill you but like i said it's like the full dead like the real dead oh um but he yeah. said he didn't say that i can't put the ring on burbage and my finger at the same time he just said it might fall off the so yeah and 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 kind of the the sigil is specifically geared toward the box itself it seems uh this is probably the magical trap of the box probably the ring stuff is going to be separate is what you'd believe I mean, it's 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 your choice. It, it could be safe. It could just be the box. I I ain't got powers to bring people back from the dead. What, what do I know about power word kill? Right. So hearing that actual spell, you know that maybe Stormbringer is the only one that could survive it out of all of you. Do I think it's a matter of like vitality? 
I mean, above the table HP, but HP. like, is it is it stats? Like, but in that sense of like, do I think it's someone's attributes or do I think it's like someone's again vitality for HP? Like, they're... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more more to that. A uh, certain number of hit points to a certain extent, or straight up death. Sure, he's gonna sort of. Okay, uh, I'm gonna immediately cast aid at level six. Okay, yeah. That's all. Just um, brace for impact, I guess. What impact of what? How serious could this puzzle box be? I was able to disarm it, or arm it, or something. Power word but kill. You were because you would have died because it's a power word kill. Like I said, power word. Just saying, yeah, I could have. You are definitely itty bitty enough that you would have been uh, full dead. <laughs> he is very small. Uh, Hikari... I know, I've never seen anybody so little. <laughs> Hikari, Burbage, and I each gained twenty-five HP. Okay. Um, Clem, I kind of... You might want to move further back. Okay, so, I don't know, maybe we're not all going in the box at once, because I don't... Was... Israq was not very, um, informative. Oh, oh there's a shock. Israq was he's vague about something? He's that I told him he's a brain in a jar. Yeah, uh, fuck him anyway. I'm sorry, did you just say Israq is in the box? Yeah. Do you know Israq? I know of him. He's. This is not the brain in the jar version, so I don't know when they split from each other. So if you knew the brain in the jar version, this is a younger version who's very upset to hear that he was a brain in a jar. Yeah, that he, would probably be pretty upsetting. He made himself uh, a... Okay, you know what? I mean, he, I think he did it to himself. Um, I don't really remember why I told him that. Uh, I think it was a rhetorical question. I don't think he was actually asking me, but I answered it anyways. Saying I don't remember why. Anyway, so <laughs> there's this puzzle that I have to solve, and I'll just explain the puzzle. I'm not gonna make you guys sit through Stormbringer explaining it. There's been a lot of Stormbringer explaining tonight. So, what's the solution? I was gonna bring Burbage back with my ring. We go in together, I put him in the other room, and then he'd tell me things. But now I think perhaps. That wouldn't work because maybe he has to. We both have to wear the ring at the same time. Then I don't suppose Ezrak had any like insights to you on how any of this magic of his creation worked, or was he just sort of like, "Isn't this clever? Ha 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 ha! I'm a brain in the jar." Oops! And then he was like, "Oh, I'm really sad. No, please stop you... talking to me, you horrible woman." Did you tell him that Hakari ended his uh, unnatural abomination of a life? I didn't because I thought that might upset him more. Probably a good call. I thought he was going to kill me. No one's blaming you. Just saying. <laughs> but okay, so um, he said that the solution is something a Goliath could solve. I licked things for our last puzzle from Isaac <laughs> and it solved things. Mm. Um, Dude. God, I hate him. D did he seem to have um, a corporeal form? Do you think if you let me in there, I could just like, I don't know, like slap him a little bit? I didn't try touching him, but he looked Damn. corporeal, yeah. Um, Is my knowledge of him from my like readings and knowing things that he's this shitty of a person that they hate him so much? Or is this weird and out of place for what I would think? Uh, from what you think, he, he was never, he never seemed like just like a horrible shitty person. He delighted in puzzles and loved it when people found it hard. 
so he would always kind of throw weird things in there. Probably also had a little note somewhere in a line in your notes of like not the best communicator. Yes. Also that. <laughs> Which honestly seems like where a lot of charities on bridge is. Does someone want to go in the box? Check it out? Or do you want to try it, Stormbringer? You got a you got a plan? Well my plan was to put Burbridge in the room and have him tell me things, but I don't think that's a good plan anymore. Um, um what were the three items? That's not written down. A fang, a feather, uh, and a something. Knife. Knife. And a something. Oh good. I was really waiting for Andy to call it a fife. Fang, feather, fife. Fang, feather, fife. So, Charity, what's the solution to the puzzle? Or Burbage? You're both good at puzzles. Is it licking something? <laughs> Use the knife to threaten Israk until he tells you the solution? Oh, maybe. It did, like he that. did say it was one that a Goliath would solve, and that sounds like a Goliath solution. So if I can go in the room twice, then I pull it once, I see which one goes on, and I know that... Wait, this is dumb. I only need to go in the room twice. This is a stupid puzzle. But he said on or off. None of... Okay, were the torches on or off at the start? Uh, Currently they were off when you went in the first time, when he was explaining the room. So... You don't think that counted toward the number of doors, times the doors could be open. So pulling one lever would either turn one of those torches on or off, assuming that they stay at the state that they started in with off, then it would turn it on, and then I'd know which one that was, go back out, pull another, go back in, and I would know which one that was, and then the third one goes with the other item. I'm not, like, what is the puzzle here? It also might not be that one turns one on. Sometimes it could be like one turns one on and the next to it turns off and stuff like that. Like that could be, that's often like a game puzzle mechanic, right? When you turn on something and it turns off the two that are next to it or straddling it or I'm not saying it is just like, it could be that it's not as simple as flip a switch, turn the torch on. There could be other like mechanics. did say a Goliath would get it, though. Yeah, so just that's what I was wondering. If he said a Goliath would get it, is there some kind of significance for feathers, fangs, and knives that a Goliath would know and understand? Like, because it doesn't seem like it would need to be an intense logic puzzle that we would need to then work and figure out if it would be a Goliath that got it best. Not that Lena knows and understands. <laughs> you could give me a history check if you sure. want to search your brain, Stormbringer. Guidance. Ooh, 19 plus. So, 22. 22. Um, thinking about it, fangs, feathers, knives, um, blades, eagles. So, so the three main Goliath tribes in the mountains, the ones that have been uh, sort of merged under your mother and then recently fallen apart again, um, Yours is the fang. There's another one that could be representative of feathers and another one that could be representative of of blades or knives. It seems like it might represent those three major tribes in the area. Do those have any hierarchical order to them? 
with a 23 with a 22 actually you would know that each tribe sort of believes that they're at the top and that the other two are lower <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily help how have they had any working polity for centuries yep. well we did we just fought each other a lot until my mom landed them together mm. it was a good time how long has this puzzle existed i think a really long time well, I mean, how old was Israk, I guess, before he turned into a brain in a jar? He looked pretty youthful in there. He was old, right? He's a really old elf. Yes, even yeah, even before he was a brain in a jar, he was incredibly old. So probably a really long time then, like Israk's lifespan, I guess. So presumably the solution predates your mother's unifying the tribes. Yeah. I think I like the suggestion of threatening him with a knife. Who's I, like that? I mean, that's definitely a Goliath solution. That was sort of the. That was. I mean, I don't know if if. I'm gonna go back in and threaten to tell him something that will upset him a lot more unless he just solves it for me. Is that a good solution? I. Sounds like a Hakari solution. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, the Hakari solution, threaten emotional scarring until they help you. The Kaloran solution is, you know, stab them until they help you. I don't know, Burbage, Clem, thoughts that maybe center on solving a puzzle? I mean, my thoughts are use the information you have about the tribes and the items, and and hopefully that can help, because I'm guessing that's a thing only Goliaths know. I'm guessing, I mean, not that you have to solve every puzzle like it's designed, but I think that's probably the design of it. If you want to go outside the box while in the box, that was a weird metaphor, then uh, you can definitely do that. Okay, I'm going to go back in and try threatening him first, and then we'll work on solving the puzzle if that doesn't work. Burbage, do you want to go in with me to help threaten him? Because I think we can wear the ring together at the same time. I just don't think we can take it off to put you in the room. I don't... Quite feel like getting overly involved with a power word kill situation. Oh, you already <laughs> did that. That's on the box itself, not so much the inside of the box. Honestly, if you're inside that space, you're probably safer than any of us. All right. Well, do we really think we can go in together? I mean, yeah, I definitely think that. What was his name the last time I did this? Gallon. Galore. I don't know what you're referencing. Galore, right. That ended well. What happened with the ring and Galore? I just remember Hikari kicking him really, really, really hard in the balls. Actually, it was my... It was the handle of my sword. Right. Drove it in. Yeah. Hit a 20, nat 20. Yeah. I don't remember a ring. We were in the, the jail cell and the, the Oh, we got cut in half or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that could have gone better for him. Um, you want to put the ring on with me, bitch? <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. Put the rings on together. Yeah, on your pinky, Stormbringer. Uh, and then sort of Burbage, you try to squeeze your pinky in there, and you can get it in there. Uh, and then do you both want to wheel yourself inside the box? Yeah. Okay, as soon as they're gone, Charity's gonna, like, alright, let's go make popcorn. Ha <laughs> ha! 
Uh, yeah. Uh, both of their, we, I should note, their bodies are still outside. They're, they just sort of, both their expressions go blank. Stormbringer, uh, you are short, incredibly short, like kind of a little wider than normal, but really short. Um, oh god, they fusion danced. Put your hand up and you have sort of like curly brown hair. <laughs> your skin is still sort of gray and tattooed. Um, hi, Ezrak, I'm back. But your uh, your voice starts to reverberate and echo in your head. Am I is Burbage conscious of anything? Uh yes, the exact same thing. <laughs> Am I to, wait? <laughs> You're basically sharing a body. <laughs> oh, friends. Um, we are Burbbringer? Welcome back. Uh, you look shorter than I remember. No, it's because I'm with... It's Burbage is here. Ma, 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 ma. Oh, oh, God, that's horrifying. What? Are you two individuals? Ma, 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 yes. ma. Ma, 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 ma. I told you we could put the ring on together. This is just fucking annoying. Hold on. And he starts kind of waving his hands in the air and a small kind of blue sigil uh, pops up. And then and then Burbage, you're standing right next to a fully grown Stormbringer. Ma, 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 Devere. More like Wazrak Devere. Oh, sh- don't make that joke. I don't get that reference. That's okay. Oh, um, right. Uh, um, okay, so we came back to threaten you with the knife because that's like a life solution. Oh, so I'm going to no. stab you in the neck with the knife repeatedly unless you solve the puzzle for me right now. Oh no, you're the first Goliath ever to throw the knife at me. Oh no. <laughs> hey, don't be an ass or otherwise, okay, here's a better threat. Okay. I'm going to tell you something that's even more emotionally scary than the last thing I told you about oh. Israq, unless you what? solve the puzzle for me right now. That took me years to get over. Please do not. It's I... not been in years. It's been like 10 minutes. For you, whatever. Outside is different. Okay, um, well, thank you for saying please. Now solve the puzzle for me. Uh, okay, well, here's something your predecessors didn't know. Uh, and maybe, just maybe, <laughs> uh, this will go a long way to you not ruining my gentle psyche. Um, if you were to open the doors and then shut them, the configuration of which lever goes to which torch completely changes. Well, that sounds like an impossible puzzle. Then. Doesn't it? So I'm going to go back there. to the knife threat combined with the emotional scarring threat, and you're uh, going to get both unless you solve the puzzle for me. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to delight in you not being able to solve it until the very last moment when you pull your mind into the role of a leader and you solve it. Israk, you're a dick. You know, yeah, kind of seriously. A dick. Yes, I'm, I'm starting to know that about myself. I had to lick a blue ball last time I saw you to get into your fucking cave. Blue ball? That's odd. Yeah. Um. Well, whatever. Uh, Israk. Yes. You know what? I have the utmost confidence in my sister Stormbringer here. Okay. She'll be able to solve this puzzle once she stops setting her mind to it. I have um, Quick question for you. Yes. I'm not really sure how 
you work, but if I were to whisper a message to a squirrel or a rabbit and send it to you, uh-huh. would you happen to receive it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, yes. Technically, yes. Um, I've I've made a pact uh, with a few animals. They can get me messages if you need such a thing. Uh, you can talk to me. Right. I don't know if I have anything to say to you right now. I just maybe later if I remember something. Of course. Which animal should I give a message to to come to you? Rabbit, specifically. I talked to Rabbit, and to you, if you were to send a message back to me, you would send a squirrel? Sure. And do you think that that would actually work with your consciousness, like you right now in this weird metaphysical space? I don't see why not. Well, because you're not really a real living person. You're just, ah, that's. I've said too much. You're not really a real living person. Excuse me. Hey, do I'm... you know where the projectrum adjectoramum is? So, okay, Stormbreaker, I'm pretty no. sure this itself is is that, right? Oh. Were you were you trying to say the process of a tarama? Um. Yeah. Maybe. That's interesting. Did I find that? Um. I have no fucking idea. But maybe. Yeah. I think so. Um, but then you hit it somewhere in these mountains, so I thought you would know where it was, because you are you. But I guess not. You know what? She's making that entirely up, so don't even think about it, alright? Okay. Message country of Stormbringer. There's, there, there might be a reason that the, the, the real Israk sort of locked this Israk away from that information, so maybe just maybe just mum's the word. Um, so this is the puzzle, eh? You realize, Mr. Kemp, you don't actually have a sigil in this world. You're just make-believe stuff right now. Right, so you just heard... So I, I heard all of that and gotcha. I'm a little concerned about not being the real Israk. Well, you knew that, right? Because you've been in a box for like 300 years or something. It's been a lovely 300 years. You re- oh man, this is really... You, you, you know you're not the real Israk. Uh, I'm not box. the point of all of this. I feel like we're focusing a lot on me, and I believe you should focus on your, your trials uh, ahead of you. Right, okay, so I think the solution is you stick them all together and then put them in the room. Okay, give it a try. Pull whatever lever <laughs> you want and open the doors. correct? Is that the solution, Israk? I cannot say it, nor would I. Because it's a metaphor for leadership. So I'm leading all the three tribes together by sticking them together. I kind of like that. Yeah, can we do this as an essay instead? I'm really good at bullshitting on essays. I'm not so good at bullshitting logic puzzles. Uh, Well, whatever you decide, pull whatever lever you want, take your items and open the doors. That will be the first time. Um, unless you don't want to. Well, I don't really want to be leader. No, I just want to know where the project trenum avaturnum. Look, I, I don't have access to the memory behind this puzzle, but you will get something. A what memory is the memory of... about? 
I don't know. It's from the first chief of your tribe. First chief of my tribe. The first chief of your tribe was named Deathkeeper. That's about all you know about him. Huh. Uh, nope, I'm stuck on the puzzle. So, back to the knife, then? Threatening you with no, knife? I don't think that's going to work. I think that many Goliaths before you have come in here and probably tried the same tactic. Um... Hence his sarcasm earlier. If it helps, go ahead and stab me. Will it help? No. <laughs> well, then it doesn't help. Does it? It. Did, you said you said something about right these these items representing right if they represent the three tribes, so we mush them all together into one item because that's representing merging them together as a leader. That's how you lead. Israk, who's the last Goliath who came in here and solved this puzzle? Was it Dawn Protector? Oh, yes, that was her name, Dawn Protector. Before that was Rock something, and then I forget them. They all sort of blurred together. What was my mom's name? Rock, de, Rock Punisher. Okay. Rock something. Oh, hey, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to call Bully. Bully, can you come solve this puzzle for me, Bully? <laughs> uh... Yeah, you say his name, um, and poof, a, uh, a a giant bull sort of appears. Hey, I have uh, a puzzle that needs to be solved. Uh, I'm not great at puzzles. Um, this is sort of weird, though. I am not um, uh, corporeal. Oh, it's okay. I don't think I am either, because I was inside Burbage earlier. Look, my, my horn goes right through my hoof. See. Yeah, that's weird. What am I doing here? Trying to solve a puzzle, bully. Um, maybe Dawn Protector mentioned it to you at some point, hopefully. Oh, the puzzle, yes. Dawn Protector was I didn't talk to her much. Yeah, you've said that. Did she mention the solution? Mm, no, you're not allowed to talk about the puzzle. <laughs> okay, this isn't like Fight Club. Um, no, I mean you. You can't talk about it. It's not. It's a, there's magic associated with it. Bully, if I put you in that room over there, if I have you go in that room, can you tell me what's happening without it counting against me, Israk? Because I haven't gone in the room. If Bully has. Oh well, you can certainly try. Israk, I'm gonna fucking tell you the emotionally devastating secret if you don't stop fucking around. You promised not to. I gave you. I a did hint. not promise anything. I don't like this. <laughs> Look, can I, if I put Molly in there, does that count against me as one of my times? You will open the doors. But is it opening the doors, or is it just going in the room? I thought you said it was just going in the room. You can open the doors twice. I've shown you the room once. You have two times where you can open these doors again. However, you want to deal with this is up to you. Okay. Burbage, what's a metaphor for leadership with these things? What is it? A, a feather, a fang, and a knife? Yeah. Well, because they represent the... It has to be something Goliathy, like... Because I, I feel like we could go at it at the and angle hence of not like a metaphor. trying to logically figure out like, well, if we stick in this and look at this and see which one does this, like, I don't think that a Goliath would do that. But I also don't know 
what the other solution would be then that's like Goliath based that's not just violence I tried I it has to do something with the knowledge but then what do you do with that knowledge I already forgot the mechanics of the puzzle so I'm doing really great because I know that there are items and that there are, are levers and torches but I also keep forgetting what the point like I've never forgotten what the point of the puzzle is like is it to get all three torches lit <laughs> yep, or to know what's doing what because there's know, a very right to know which lever activates which torch and you mark that by putting the right uh, like feather fang or knife in the right bowl Okay, so basically it's like right now there's feather fang knife next to each lever. If right. I pull the fang lever and I go and I see that the fang lit is uh, the fang torch that that torch is lit, I know that that's where the fang will go. Correct. Cuz you're actually like bringing in the objects and putting mm -hmm. them into them. But we also know that he just said that the every time the doors then close, the configuration changes. If you put the fang in the like if I put the fang in the one that the fang lit that time, it would still stay with that one, right? It would be in that bowl, but the configuration would change. It doesn't guarantee that that one would change. It may stay the same, but perhaps it doesn't. Oh, man, Stormbringer. If there's a metaphor here, it's that good leadership is fucking impossible. Because... Everything is always changing all the time. And so what's the point of even trying? Are you saying we should just leave? No, I don't know what I'm saying. I just I just don't want to be here anymore. I don't even know how a rabbit or a squirrel would get in here. <laughs> I guess maybe I could bring one in. Should I go get one? No, I don't think it would help. And I think I think Israk here is like in sort of like a like a weird simulation within a simulation sort of situation and i feel really bad about sort of confronting him with this reality well i think he knows that right there's usually not this many people here this usually goes much quicker how do i leave Israk? Uh, i don't know how'd you get here we, we put his ring on with me <laughs> oh oh um Oh no, <laughs> I'm trapped here, aren't I? Well, you can both leave. I don't know how the bull got here either. That... I called the bull. Okay, that's weird. But, okay, well, you can all leave whenever you want. Stormbringer, let's just put our fingers in the ring again and see if we can get out of here. Okay, yeah, we can go back. Let's do that. The bull comes over, starts to try to put its horn in the ring. Bully, no, you can just go. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so you, you two kind of have the ring on again in pinkies and stuff? Yeah. And you try to go back? Yeah. All right, uh, Stormbringer, give me a, a d20 roll. Seven. Cool. All right, uh, yeah, you, you both uh, pop out again. You're sitting on the bed, um, like you were in your, um, in the in the room. Um, that was not very successful. He didn't take all of my threats. He gave me one kind of clue, but not really. And I didn't have the heart to tell him the emotionally damaging thing. Um, 
What was the clue he gave you? Well, first, Charity, Clem, and Hakari, uh, why is Stormbringer's voice coming out of Burbage? Uh, I'll also say that Charity, Clem, and Hakari are all, if they want to be, um, eating roast buttered corn. Indeed. So this means that, Lena, you have to do your best Burbage voice, and I have to do my best Stormbringer voice. I don't think I can do a Burbage voice. (laughs) Yeah, I want to hear you try, though. I'm I'm not good at accents. I'm gonna... Guys, uh, uh, they, uh, Israq, it didn't really go well because, um... He didn't respond well to the threat. He did give kind of a hint, but I don't really know what I'm doing. So Stormbringer sounds really weird. But also, shouldn't shouldn't it be Stormbringer's voice, but Burbage's like diction patterns? You would imagine. I don't know what Burbage is doing. <laughs> that was, I think Burbage responds. Stormbringer. I was playing Stormbringer. Yeah. Yeah, but it was but your Burbage's mind and Stormbringer's Adam, body. It's your mind inside her body, so it would be you having your regular uh, thought patterns. This is weird. I'm okay. so confused. I think we gotta go back in together, Burbage. No, I'm so, not doing... Uh, I, no, because you're in my body right now, and I don't want you in my body. I want to be in my body. So... This is starting to freak everyone out. <laughs> They're arguing about body. I don't, I don't like this. Fix the it. little one. Put the little one in the ring. It's your little finger. The little, it's on the edge of, end of your hand, like over here. Do you see it? That's the little finger. It's my little finger. Put my little finger that you're controlling in the ring. So that voice is now coming out of Burbage's body? Yes. Yes. That's why I was doing, like, there's no point to the body change storyline on a podcast unless we do each other's voices but you, the, you we, know, weren't, we weren't debating the voice we were debating that the diction pattern still felt very much like stormbringer not burbage with a stormbringer voice yeah it should be burbage's thoughts with the stormbringer voice. should have been like not stormbringer burbage voice doing like oh yeah, hey guys is told rec- lena to do a burbage voice people to do accents when they're uncomfortable with it. But you can't tell me not to do Stormbringer's voice when that's the voice. You can do whatever you want. Voice with your words. Your words sounded like you were trying to be Stormbringer. It wasn't the voice, it was the words that came out with the voice. Because Burb, I'm Burbage, I'm inhabited by Stormbringer. Oh, he was still trying to do Burbage's okay. What do you? Well, I was playing. Trying to play he's not following characters. Have flipped bodies. He's doing a halfway version of it. Okay, okay. I, now it makes that sense. Was very confusing. Yeah. But now you're telling me. I understood it, Adam. I was confused with Thanks. you. Like, let's let's clear this up. How about Adam play Burbage in Stormbringer? And Lena plays Stormbringer in Burbage. So then, but yeah. for podcast purposes, then it's just the same. Like, I'm just Burbage. Like, that's what I'm saying is that no difference is made then, and that's fine. That's but also okay. okay. Like, I'm so... It's, it's also freaky enough. <laughs> I also feel like we've we've extended the side arc of an unintended consequence out to just, like, a level where Charity is just like... Fuck it, I'm making more corn. I mean, it's fitting that, like, our meta-level confusion is just as, like, fraught as the characters, like, Okay, what is happening? So so just for a second here, Andy. Yeah. Did you have the same read of this that I think Rachel and I did? Where 
Adam plays Burbage. Burbage's mind is now in Stormbringer's body, so it should be Burbage's dictation, like diction patterns, speech patterns, with a Stormbringer voice. Yeah, and I now also get what Adam is. Okay, yeah, and I get the the flip that that Adam did as well, and I was just like, you understand why I was like, what? Yeah, I got you. Can we move on from arguing about the body swap? Arguing about Freaky Friday logistics? Do you want to go back in? I mean, if that seems like whatever you need to do to stop this, stop it. Yeah, you have to go back in with me. I gotta sneak back. But but if if we go back in there, what we gonna do different to fix it? Um, I don't know. Come out differently. Roll better. Yeah, roll better when we pop out. <laughs> All right, well, let's go back in. We're back. How long has it been this time? Uh, seven years. You want to know something horrible about your life? Not really. No. Do you want to tell me how to solve the puzzle? Uh, you have to pull a lever and then open the doors and then put the correct item to the correct torch. That's, That's not a good hint. Um. Did he ever say if there were consequences for doing it wrong? No, but if I do it wrong too much, then I can't solve it or something. Okay, but if you just light one and then you see what it is, you put the thing in, uh, and then you put in the other two, and then if it's wrong, just flip the other two, and then it's right. Right? Like, if you if you do, like, the fang, and you know which torch the fang is... No. You go put fang in it, and then you just put feather and knife in the other ones, and if they it's not correct, get you just then just swap feather and knife. Wait, yes. That's a great suggestion, Rachel. As long as you do don't that. like reach the door or There's whatever. There's no reason to, to not do that. He also specified Tim gave us the suggestion back when we were in the normal world. We'll see, yes. He he also only specified that the only limited resource that you had was opening the doors. And that's why I was saying I got confused because I'm like, wait, the point of this puzzle is just putting the right things in the right bowls. It's a limited permutational set. You can just open the doors once and then just keep chucking things in. Yeah, just don't do the door again. Just do like just sit fed, there and be like one, two, three, two, one, three, three, one, okay, two. Cool. So I'm going to open the one. I'm going to push this lever. Okay. Is this the fang, the knife or the feather? That is the fang. So then I'm gonna go in. Well, yeah, does very dark in there. does does she need to pick up the other items? Oh, right. I picked up all the things. I picked up the fang, the knife, and the feather. I also still haven't been clear on like how the doors close or anything. I'm like the the physical mechanics of this puzzle confuse me. <laughs> so you open the doors. That was the first time you open the doors. You see one torch lit. It is the torch over cool. here. I'm gonna put the fang in there. Okay. And then I'm going to put the knife in this one and the feather in this one. You're putting the knife in this one? Yeah. And the feather in this one? Yeah. Okay. Not going to leave the room. I'm going to shout at Isaac, Hey, was that the solution? Should something happen now? (laughs) So you hear in your head, Chieftain. The burden of leadership is akin to pushing a boulder up a hill. One false footfall, and the boulder unstoppably returns to the bottom. The stone is heavy and you grow weary. What strength is left? 
The trick is to place loved ones under you. Their fate gives you strength. Consequence to slaughter apathy. One does not lead because they are born to it, but because they alone see the requirement for it. Not are you telling me to crush my loved one's voice in my head? Not directly. Not all love is weakness, Stormbringer. I don't want to crush my loved ones. Love can be strength. Did I win? Congratulations. You got it right. Okay, cool. I'm not going to crush my loved ones, though. Please remember this as I tell you of a woman. She walked barefoot, emerging from the forest line south of our camp. She sat by the fire in the snow, warmed herself, and said not one word as we gathered round her slowly, compelled to hear a story. She lifted her eyes to me, spoke into my head, and showed me what I now will show you. And your vision now is kind of thrust across mountains. You're flying over tree and stream. It's evening and the sun is set on your right side at the moment. She knew of our pact with the Twilight Temples and the creature called Formidian. She knew that we, long ago, traded away death for secrecy, a place to hide the valuables, the secret knowledge, the sharpest weapons so that no one may get their hands on such things. We didn't know the double meanings Formidian asked of us. We never understood that his bargain tied the bodies of our fallen to him. It is why we began burning the dead. It is our greatest shame that we secret away behind ritual and tradition. And this woman gave us hope. See, she told us of one who would break the link as they would come looking for knowledge in the shadow realm of Formidian. One whose weapons would lay many in the ground and whose heart would raise a few. She will be forgotten, expelled, and she will return. And only you and those chieftains after you will understand to even look for her. And the curse of these words will prevent you from being able to explain such truths to anyone else. And now your vision solidifies on a cave in the mountains. Inside the cave, in the dark, two large, identical temples are set. She led another here, one who made this box, who had us hide his book in the shadows of the Twilight Temple. It is your duty, Chieftain of the Fangs, to hold the lie on your shoulders and await the one who could break the shadow over these people. Wait, what? To hold the lie? Is yes. That... Okay. The storm wielder, the ancestor's speaker, the lover's axe, the sea's torment, the fire's light, and the ice's sting. Lead these stubborn people with love, 
They will not understand the burden you've had placed upon you. I am sorry to give you this boulder and ask you to roll it up the mountain. And then your vision comes away from the temples, away from the cave, away over the mountains, lighting again on Gunagaim. You are pretty sure you know exactly where those twilight temples are in the mountains. And you know how to get there. And no one else does. Um, can you copy and paste everything you just said for me? <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I'll put that in our chat. After. Cool, thank you. Uh, Israk sort of wanders up to the to the doors as well. Oh, well done, young chieftain. Although I think that was a bit of a guess. Am I wrong? Um, no, it was how you solved the puzzle. It's what Clem said to do to solve the puzzle. Listen, sometimes being a leader means you get fucking lucky. And that's okay. But it's also how you solve the puzzle. It's what Clem said. Yes, that's exactly how I bent my puzzle to be solved. I'm so glad, not through emotional blackmail. Nope, me too. Well, it's been lovely. Has <laughs> it? Um, I'm going to go to sleep for hey, another few hundred years. Can you make sure that yes. when Burbage and I go back this time, we're in our correct bodies? Because if not, I'm going to have to come see you again, and I have gotten the impression you are sick of seeing me. Oh, that's right. You were switched, weren't you? Um, okay. I'll do my best. Um, oh, the ring. Keep the ring. It's handy. What does it do besides take me here? Well, it's... Actually, I don't remember what it does. It's handy, though, I think. Uh, um, anyway, okay. congratulations. I look forward to your predecessor after they kill you. Goodbye. <laughs> Predecessor? Successor. <laughs> Successor. He's had a hard day, okay? <laughs> He's had a hard day. And you are thrust back into your bodies. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll, Stormbringer, a d20. With assistance from Israk? 14. You are both in your original bodies. <laughs> hey, okay. Clem, your thing that you totally said before we went in there solved it. Um. Hey, that's great. I love puzzles. Yeah. I get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, now I know where. Um, I mean, it is a reasonable way to solve it if there were more than it, one chance. It was chance. a fifty percent chance, yeah. But no, I didn't did know if there was more than one chance. So. How much have I told you about what we're looking for? I can't remember. How much do you know about these things? Me? Um, yeah. I, I don't know what you're looking for. Okay. I was gonna say Char charity had charity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, message cantrip party line. That's a thing we do now, right? I'll have that. <laughs> Are you saying this out loud, though? Yeah, yeah. You're still talking out loud, and in the party line. I don't know to talk. You, for the love of God, you've used this successfully before. Okay, I'm gonna whisper quietly to you. No. Do you want me to just go in the other room? That would be good. Would you Thank mind you for so just much. a second? Sure. Yeah, ah. I, I got it. I'm not here to fuck up anybody's trust and I'll, I'll go in the other room i think i know where well i don't know i know where a book is um in my okay. book. that's good is it you're I'm pretty sure it was the one that is hid with this group because it was the maker of the box so yeah. so it's probably the correct book okay <laughs> is it someplace horrifically dangerous 
Um, so the vision didn't say, but the image is not. <laughs> Did you describe in any way sort of uh, a general sense of, uh, I don't know, uh, and, and I will say, Charity does remember the book that he read about the Formidian of the Shadow Knowledge and yep. twin temples and a huge storehouse of wisdom. I don't suppose it's... Um, has anything to do with the words Formidian of the Shadow Knowledge? Which of these things am I not allowed to verbally speak, Andy? You cannot speak uh, where it is um, or or actually say that the book is there. You can say, like, the book that Israk gave to the Goliaths. That, you can kind of get around that. Okay. But that's that's sort of what's forbidden. Yeah. Can she respond to a question like that where I've... Yeah, that seemed okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely has to do with that. It's extremely dangerous, then. That was a god of undeath and shadows, from what I remember. So, woo! We can sort of warm up for the god killing. Stretch first before, you know, we get to Behebich. Okay. But yeah, so I know where to... I know I know the... I know the Isrectivir book now. So... We can maybe all finish our long rest finally and get some sleep. Thanks for this wild ride. It's been a night. <laughs> you guys got corn? Yeah, there was a there was a just like a bowl of corn on the counter. I, I roasted it while we were waiting for you. There was also some butter. Ah, oh, shucks. Get it? Oh God. Huh? Get it? Huh? You feel like for just a second you see a little bit of fire flare and it sort of looks like it does when Charity tries to use telekinesis and he's like, I'm too tired. <laughs> well, another another great puzzle solved by Stormbringer and this one didn't include any licking. It's, you know. Oh, I should have tried licking. Yeah, you could have. Yeah. Um. So Dawn Protector kind of claps you on the shoulder. Kind of heaves a big sigh of, of a weight that's been lifted from her. She kind of says, does it make a little more sense? It, it... Yeah, is that why you were looking for me? Yes. It couldn't have been me. It, I knew I knew as soon as I heard it, it was you. Yeah, that makes more sense. And I feel like maybe it was not as manipulative since you couldn't tell me things. So that's okay, now. Look, I have only heard of this place, and if you are really going there, you, you need everyone's help you can get. I'm not maybe as strong as you, obviously, but I could help a bit. Go along if you want. Think on it. You don't have to decide tonight. In fact, we should all get some sleep, I think. Um, seems like Stormbringer has a lot to think about. Uh, and then she'll kind of get up and actually, if you sort of stand and kind of start to walk out of the room, she kind of motions you back to the bed and says, this is your room now. I will sleep uh, with your friends out there. I have some blankets. I'm fine. Um, okay. You don't have to sleep out there because it's your bed. I'm fine. Thank you. You could have the bed and I could have the floor. I could have the floor if you want me to stay. 
I don't, okay, yeah, fine, that sounds good. Let's just go to sleep. <laughs> then, I'm assuming people walk back into the other room that I'm in, and I'll <coughs> turn to charity, at least, and be like, so, uh, do I get to know anything? Sure, just gonna, just, uh, just one second, and sort of, uh, poke his head back in. Uh, Stormbringer, we, we good with maybe retaining, uh, uh, Clem's services for a little bit longer? Yeah, I think I've got another spear that I can give her. Okay, so, um, Yeah, fresh payment. Cool. Um, so you, uh, interested in, um, incredible wells of arcane knowledge? Uh, along with uh, mind-shredding danger. Well, the thing is, is I'm very interested in uh, incredible arcane knowledge, and I'm not as interested in the danger, but <laughs> I feel like having you guys around is uh, probably my best bet, because I don't think anything else is going to protect me from this danger as much if I try to go on my own, so I'm uh, Definitely interested. Great, I'm going to sleep now. Same. Charger's just gonna like go crawl under like the table. Pull right. blankets entirely over himself. Just just so tired. As we're falling asleep, I'm gonna say to Dawn Protector, Hey, wait, if you knew I needed to be chief, then why wouldn't you just throw the arm wrestling matches? You know me better than that. I couldn't even pretend to let you in. Never. But what if I had lost? Then this is a very different story. Perhaps you were not the one after all. Wow, okay. Maybe it's good that you're sleeping on the floor tonight. Yes, well, I didn't know all those years I had a crush on the chosen one, so... <laughs> it's not a crush if we're dating. Can also be a crush if we're dating. <laughs> okay, good night, Dawn Protector. Good night, Stormbringer. And as you, as sleep sort of takes each of you, um, Stormbringer, you're having a hard time getting to sleep at first. Your, your mind drifts back to all the traditions and all the stupid rituals that you had to be a part of and learned because of your mother and the way the elders and, and everyone would look at you and when you would burn the dead or when you would say death is not a thing. And while that is a very real part of your experience, you're having trouble coming to terms with, but maybe this wasn't the best, healthiest thing for Goliaths to really indulge in. And then just that death's not a thing keeps rattling around in your head as you finally find the peace of sleep. And that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. Finally, death was a thing. We got to it. <laughs> well, death not being a thing was a thing. Death not being a thing. Sadly. Um, I have to I have to say, I've been thinking the whole rest of the stream about this. And you guys are totally right. Okay. <laughs> about the Freaky Friday logistics. <laughs> yeah. Like, now I'm thinking back to, like... <laughs> I was like, movies like that. I'm like, wait, like, why is the fan like something about the fact that it's a that it's audio made me like 
set on a particular <laughs> line of reasoning. But I'm like, wait, like, <laughs> as like, it's ridiculous. Has Adam become frighteningly biologically essentialist? Like, does. no, I have Stormbringer's <laughs> brain. I would use her speech patterns. I'm like, this. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh my god, that, that was, was unexpectedly a very funny episode. <laughs> very wild. I love it. Uh, excellent players, you did so amazing. Uh, Rachel, it, shit's going to get real dangerous, but I'm really happy you're here for it because they're going to need help. Uh, and I'm really excited to see what happens next uh, with the family. So thank you so much for watching. Uh, catch us in our podcast, Goats and Dragons, or Helpful Go Gaming presents. We love you all. Hang in there. Uh, good night. Love y'all. Good night. <laughs> I also need to confess that I still don't understand the puzzle. <laughs> I yeah. I I don't know how. I I'm not good at puzzles. Also, that I have to keep in my head. I have to like draw things out. Um, so several ways. It was I'm all glad good. that Clem offered a really good solution. Yeah, I believed in you. I mean, and that's 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 where like, and we kind of hit it from like opposite sides because yours was still a logic one. Mine was just a. He only specified one type of limited resource. It was doors opening. Fuck it, open them, toss them in a thing. Nope, toss it in a thing. Nope, right. Toss I was it like, a- there was no consequences. He, he didn't say any consequences for testing out the different things. It just mm-hmm. had the doors. So, which also felt like a very honestly Goliath way of approaching it. Yeah. Open doors, pop, pop, pop. No, try to get pop, pop, pop. No, try to get pop. I just love this, like, but maybe it's a metaphor. I'm like, it's a Goliath puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Metaphors can't work. That was no brilliant. I I love that metaphor idea, and not for a Goliath. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah, uh, you could also yeah. The one one way I envisioned solving it was you could you could turn one of the levers on. The torch would be lit for a while. Turn it off again. It would still be hot. But then you could see which the others would turn on and off and stuff. It, oh. You know, it's you know whatever. That's like a classic puzzle with lights and light bulbs. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I remember that. Which, is, it's... which to be fair, is made a little bit harder when I kind of assumed it was magical fire. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's a bunch yeah, of that like, work assumptions around physicality that get really hard yeah. in a fantasy I, space. I was I was open to however you solved it, which you luck was also a very good way to do it. So I was also just kind of waiting for Stormbringer to gather up all three bowls and then yeah. take it into all three bowls inside, just like shake, 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 shake. There, <laughs> at some point, the right thing was in the right bowl. I love it. That was fun. I liked that my solution worked for the thing. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that Lena chose the exact right combination of the other two. Yep. It just uh, makes uh, Clem look uh, way smart, you know? Uh, <laughs> and uh, I also am uh, excited to be invited to go to the Twilight Temples and I'm terrified for that. And also Chelsea's joy at at my staying with you guys for a little while also made me feel very good. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's great. I kind of just like liked the whole episode. This was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt very Stormbringer tonight, which was nice. Um, and it was good. Nice. I like that now. Like, there's actually finally resolution between Dawn Protector and Stormbringer, and I need to think about like what that looks like for Stormbringer. Um, and I still like want her to make the tribe into a democracy because. I just can't like lead a whole tribe of yeah. people. That's horrible sounding um, to lean as a person. Uh, 
but I like where this is all going. I feel like like Stormbringers got into a good place with all of this. Right on. Yeah, I I really like that it ended up being kind of the last feat of strength was just the two of you, like with one elder and Burbage watching <laughs> eating popcorn. Like it, it just it felt more like this is about us, not about everyone who's wants to know and watch and, and see. So that was I was kind of proud that that worked. It worked out because it was D&D, but it, it was I had her wake up a little early because I wanted that to happen. Yeah, that was cool. But yeah, uh, great job. Um, I'm I'm yeah. So so I should let everyone know the Formidian stuff will be level alpha like tough level encounter stuff. Um, you know, nothing you guys can't handle, but just letting you know, bring your A game and don't do too many crazy <laughs> off yeah. the wall. I've been thoroughly warned about uh, my going into this as a as a squishy, tiny character. Yeah, I, would have I reached out to Rachel specifically, like, just so you know, oh, and by the way, uh, Clem is level eight now. But but also that is still kind of squishy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, ah, yes, you're up to level eight in a party of level fourteens. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> but hey, now I'll be more than half your level. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm really excited to get into that. I kind of figured when you were also throwing us like an NPC bodyguard. I was like, <laughs> uh, that seems okay. <laughs> Andy doesn't normally do that. Huh. <laughs> Don't protect your offer to go if you want. As soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, so maybe, you know, in the morning when democracy reigns, uh, Charity does uh, take a quick look around the town and be like, hey, yeah. do any of you all sell magic items? Yes, great. <laughs> also good. I told Rachel to remind us if you guys try to leave the city <laughs> without <laughs> talking to people about magic items or healing potions or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm also broke as fuck because uh, loot is so rarely a thing. So, yeah, we haven't gotten loot in a while. Fermidian will change a lot of that, which will be nice. Be rich again. Um, oh, I'm I'm one of the things I've been proudest of, and I've been sitting on for eight nine months. Has been ever since Lena said death is not a thing. I was like, oh, I have a giant storyline for your <laughs> for your <laughs> tribe now. <laughs> that oh yeah, you're ruled by an undead god thing that is now taking all of your dead, and making an army out of them. Because death is not a thing. I love it. That's great. Beautiful. I just also love the fact that it just immediately lines up for charity and great. I was thinking we need some practice killing gods. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. So thanks, everyone. Uh, I'll talk to you later. What a fun time. <laughs> Good night, Bye. everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, Check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play shorter campaigns, one-shots, and have conversations about D&D and games in general. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Helpful Goat, or chat with us and the rest of the Helpful Goat community on our Discord server using the link in this episode's description. For more of our shared gaming projects and live streams, check us out on Twitch, where we are Helpful Goat or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. If you want to support us, you can make a donation on our coffee page by following that link in the episode description, or you can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podcast Addict. 
We are a growing community of friends who enjoy playing games, storytelling, and role-playing, and we would love for you to join us as we cultivate a positive and helpful online space together. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.